Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. Chuck Norris doesn't uh, do movies anymore, you know why? Because he knows if he did, I would kick his ass. <laughs> that's actually a, lo- a low-key Chuck Norris reference, because that's what the enemy dojo owner says about Chuck uh, in Sidekick, which is a great film. Okay, so kind of backpedaling your... Your Chuck Norris hate there a little bit. Well, he goes, he goes. Well, okay. The movie Sidekick is great. I don't, right. I don't like Chuck Norris. He's okay. awful. He's like obsessed with getting kids off drugs, which is so. Oh, lame. it's so boring. Yeah, he's like, oh, do karate instead of drugs. Right. Okay. Uh, anyways, it's not. I'm not even going to explain the reference. That would be really stupid. Right. And it's been do you just piss me off today? Go ahead. Speaking of okay, references, perfect. yeah, give it to me. <laughs> uh, the. The hordes of mad liberals uh, that Bernie wore a coat t- in the cold. What? 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 Mad liberals? There's people angry about that? There are millions of people on Twitter right now okay. explaining that what he did was a misogyny because it was the most historic day for women of all time. Uh-huh. And he wore that just to show his disdain is the take. That sounds like such a thing a woman would say. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Bernie did do it to piss off women. I hope women. he's like, uh, it, that sounds like such a thing. Like, did you see what Bernie wore? Yeah. You know, I um, I think I saw, I, I, you know, I, I, I spend my time on Twitter. Um, I hate people that agree with me. Just out the gate. Hate people yeah, that yeah, agree yeah. with me. The only thing I hate more than people that agree with me are people that disagree with me. So huh. I spend That's everybody. But yeah. uh, cool. <laughs> And people for whom I have a parallel opinion where we are was, completely divergent. You know, we're I was going to say, the only people you can like are people that have no original thoughts. Or no right. thoughts at yeah. all, rather. Yeah, no thoughts yeah. at all. Uh, Empty-headed you know. sycophants. Mm-hmm. Walmart yeah. greeters. Uh, but <laughs> Aww. but um, <laughs> They're lovely. I saw someone saying something like, you know, Bernie not, like, standing up and cheering for the first female vice president is all I need to know about him and stuff. I was like, nah. I don't know the way the way liberals treat their allies is worse than and it's insane. Database, you know? He did so much campaigning for Biden and Harris. Like, yeah. uh, what, what do you want to? He's an old ass man. To. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Sit, <laughs> just sitting there with his mittens. I don't know. I, I, well, I think I think Bernie's become more of a. Uh, it's that thing with celebrities where you feel they owe you something or that like you feel like you have a personal relationship. Bernie's some fucking guy. You know, he doesn't yeah, owe anyone yeah. anything. He fucking shows up. Well, know? I mean, every elected official owes us something, but yeah, I get but what you're you saying. You know what I mean? Like he shows up, he wears his men, get the fuck off his dick. Yeah. But I, that does sound like such a woman thing to complain about. Be like, what's he wearing? Like everyone else is like, I, cause I saw, I saw photos of like, uh, the meme is everywhere of him sitting down. Have yeah, you, you yeah, seen that's that? That's everywhere. Sure. But yeah. Did it, you see Guy Fieri did it? What? Guy Fieri posted a picture of him like 
in the intro to Driver's Dive, Dive In, whatever, uh-huh. the show he has, uh-huh. it's him driving his little a little uh, hot rod, right. and he, he photoshopped Bernie into like the passenger seat <laughs> and said, not me, us. I'm like, oh, wow, That's look at this fun. guy. Whatever, good for yeah. him. Good for Guy. Guy Fieri's always been a, yeah, uh, he's a cool guy fun. who likes shitty food. Um, yeah. I, I heard, I heard a review like for his restaurant. It's a place where taste buds go to die. But um, <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's... I almost wonder what I'll hate more, a Trump presidency and having to deal with smug QAnon fucking idiots or a liberal presidency where you have that same weird hero worship but from like liberals. I don't know. Blue MAGA, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, whatever. It's hard to know which one I'm going to fucking hate more. It it is kind of weird that um, Biden – Certainly seems much more put together than Trump, just in general. I really yeah, didn't pay course. much attention. That no question asked. Obviously, there, there was a lot of no like, question. oh, he's a dribbling moron. He doesn't know what day it is, blah, 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 blah. But he's been just coming out fucking swinging, yeah. I think. You know, just rolling back with his executive orders, just going to fucking town. I, he yeah. seems a lot more, oddly enough, just more competent and kind of more aggressive than Trump ever was, you know? Well, of course. I mean, I don't like the guy at all, and I'm sure that he's going to have plenty of awful policies, but he's he definitely dies, measurably yeah. better. But There's no question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, you know, it's, it seemed like Trump was always talking a big fucking game, but was just too incompetent to be really taken yeah. as a threat, whereas, like, Biden seems like he's just, like, not fucking around. Yeah. Uh, he's got that angry old man energy. Um, I, I, I hope... I hope Clint Eastwood plays him in the biopic. Yeah, they're like the yeah, <laughs> but he's got to do it for fast. No, but for no reason, but die. for no reason does it the, with the exact same um, persona as he did in Gran Torino. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just a racist like, old man. Biden and I hate Asians. They're like I don't think that's that's not. Well, what he, he was said. he was buddies with Strom Thurmond, so it's probably pretty close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bosom buddies, even. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Let's let's just you know what this Lips, is a recap right? ep. We're next week. Um, I have been studying QAnon, and I just I want to, there's nothing I want to do more than talk about that. But we're going to save that for for a more official episode. So today we're just going to get yeah. into it. It is a recap episode. Welcome to the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski. I'm Grant DeVoice, and we're recapping on Nehemiah. And I All almost right. I I, I want to do. I guess we'll do it separately. And sure. I, is Esther Esther still part of like the whole historical biblical narrative aspect of it, isn't it? I'm trying to. I, I want to do a recap of the history of the Jews, just the history of it according to the Bible. Sure. Um, and kind of breaking it down from start to finish because th- there's a lot. This whole story kind of now that we're wrapping it up at two especially, was completely unknown to me. And I, and I know we've kind okay. of talked about it where, like, I knew a little bit of the Bible, but it would be, like, according to Veggie Tales or, like, stories people told me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this but the part's point is, boring. It's, it's too grounded in reality to make good children's television. Right. right? But it's all, it's all over the fucking place. There's no timeline. There's no coherent timeline in my brain until sure. we did this podcast. I had no idea the whole... I knew there was a kingdom of Israel. I knew there David was a king. I had no idea if that was before or or after any other event or Job or, you know. I, if you had asked me before, I would have thought Job happened during the time where there was a... I would have figured that all the main stories happened when Israel was a kingdom. And, and that would yeah. have made more sense to me, you know. Like, that would have been the main show. 
but it, it seems like such a passing thing. And now we're in Nehemiah where it, I guess this is the meat of it. I don't know. Like I, I kind of would like to focus on recapping the actual history of the Jews. Well, uh, yeah, maybe recapping just the story, maybe toward the end of the old Testament overall, you know, I mean, we need to have like an old Testament recap episode. That'll probably be yeah. pretty big. But I think that's going to be a lot of, I feel like if we're recapping the Old Testament, that's going to be a lot more of a conversation of like the nature of God. Sure. And so you mean more and like a, just a, just the history, this section, you know, just maybe we can, we should try and find someone that knows a lot that also has no sense of taste and wouldn't mind coming on the show. <laughs> yeah. 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 We should find it. Uh, that's that's got to be a tiny Venn diagram. Just I wonder about that sliver. one guest we had who called QAnon the punk rock version of that, but I don't know if he'll come back. Bless his heart. Well, yeah, he wouldn't be good he, anyways. He claimed he was a historian. You say he no, wouldn't be fuck good, off. Yeah, all right. He's not. He's, he's just like a, a business just a guy. Just more. But, um, uh, yeah, it, so, because I think Esther is supposed to. We'll do it after Esther regardless, just, you know. That's probably I, a good I, time, I, because after that is what, Job, which is, like, totally back into crazy-ass stories. Yeah, yeah, so. so God we, doing shit. We'll come back to it, shit. but it. It's one of those things like if you're I feel like people focus on these snapshots, you know, sure. that they think that they can defend, you know, it's where can I get a moral? Where can I teach a Bible lesson? You know, right. And beyond that, like when they're trying to justify the Bible as a uh, fact, you know, as a yes. trustworthy, you know, like, oh, well, you know, that dinosaurs are implanted because they weren't mentioned in Adam and Eve. And you're like, all right, well, you're, you're kind of just mentioning that very specific thing. But if you try to, if that thing is just separate and you don't give a shit, fine. But if you're trying to tie it to the whole narrative and trying to make sense of the whole thing, that's kind of where it all breaks down in my mind from, from, sure. from the, from the big picture. That's where it breaks down. If you're, if you're just looking at very specific, tiny things, maybe, but when you, when you're looking at it as a whole, and, and especially when you're talking about the nature of God, where he just starts caring about less and less and less people. And by the time you get to Nehemiah, he's out of the picture. Yeah. You know. Besides, uh, again, yeah, he's a, he's an absentee father at that point, right? right. Well, he becomes which, more like which, Q, where he, he, yeah. he's in the ooh, distance ooh. and people are attributing, you know? Hey, let's break that. Let's, let's dive into that. <laughs> is, what are some comparisons there? Because that's kind of a good point, is that... The the Jewish religion is still kind of doing that. They're still waiting on what the, the Christians believe Jesus was, right? Right. So, you know, the it, Great Awakening. It, if we're going to compare him to Q, which I think is valid, because both of them are talking straight out of their fucking ass. But, you know, the fact that – and this is one of the things when, when you're studying Q uh, and, and his followers and kind of the weird intersection of, like, Christian beliefs – Mixed with, like, conspiracy <laughs> theories and, like, dogmatic, uh, deep state fucking sovereign citizen ideology and stuff like that. There, there, yeah. There's a lot of ties, but a lot of it at its core is I don't need to know facts. I don't need to compare it to reality. I have this these people who claim to be messengers for someone who knows and has a plan and knows the future and is yeah. taking care of me somehow and whom I can trust, you know. Jews and Christians are just two different types of QAnon believers. The Christians are the ones that are like, do you know what? Uh, Trump turned on us. Q's still right, but like, tr you know, Trump was too weak. Uh -huh. But there's going to be a next guy, right? Or uh, you know, it's still happening. Whereas the Jews are, are, no, sorry, that's the Jews. The Christians are the ones that believe that, uh, like, Biden is a clone and all that. 
Uh, I guess, yeah. (laughs) Like it happens. Uh, The ones that are like, you know. Yeah, we'll really committed. I, all I want to do is talk about Q. That's my new favorite. I, I, I regret not paying more attention to these nut jobs back when they yeah, were relevant. Well, now they're now they're gone. It's like it's like liking it's like liking um, it's like being a laconophile, you know. Like oh, I really like Spartan culture. They've been dead for a while. It's over now, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Quite like speaking a while. Latin, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so Nehemiah kind of it, it's kind of interesting because. Kind of touching back on that, and we'll recover when we cover the Old Testament again, I guess. But, uh, yeah. you know, w- when God starts, it's two people whom he doesn't really give a shit about. He created them, and then he just kind of checks in, like, hey, you guys aren't eating that garden. Um, he doesn't give a shit about them. And then they have a bunch of wicked kids, and he decides to wipe out all humanity. And then he cares about just one dude, Noah and his kids. But then he just breaks it down to just one of those kids. You know, he doesn't give a shit about the two other ones. Let them wreak sure. And then back down to all he cares about is Abraham, and it's just these, it's just this one weird line. And then it becomes the nation, it becomes Jacob and the nation of Israel, and all these Israelites, and you know what is it, like four or five million people, and now we've paired it back down again to just three tribes that are kind of left standing. The yeah 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 Levi uh, just, Judah and, he's just not a, he's just not a good guy. No. Um, yeah, the chosen people ended up not being quite that, right? And I, I think it's mentioned is that I I guess the difference between the Levites, the Judeans, and the Benjamites is that they kept at least marginally intact, separate, you know? Yeah. Whereas I guess Naphtali and all those and Dan and all those other people were just scattered and intermarried and are basically now Samaritans, you know? Yeah. Um, so looking at it, Ezra does have, or sorry, Esther, it looks like, probably happened before all this stuff. I think Esther takes place between Ezra and Nehemiah, I thought. I haven't read it. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll bring so, it more. yeah, we'll get into Esther, but basically she became queen. She was a Jewish queen of Persia. Oh. And huh. so her her status in the court is what allowed the events. Like, we were always kind of wondering why the Persians were being so nice. You know, we've kind of talked about that. Uh-huh. It's likely because Esther was the, was Jewish. Oh, and was the because queen. of that pussy. And, hey, hey, you should see the got, shit I do around p- this house. P- pussy got these Jews into this mess. Pussy gonna get them yeah. out. Oh my god! Hold on, let me make sure that alarm's like off. Just say that again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, pussy got these Jews into this mess. Pussy gonna get these Jews out. Do you think I used to dust my house before I was married? <laughs> <laughs> But that'd be funny, you know, because all they do is blame women for all their misdeeds, and there's just like one woman that's just like, that's God, true. Yeah, Jesus. that is funny, man. We're gonna have to really hearken to that the, a lot in the, Esther, but that's Esther, for next, aka Hillary Clinton. Just, <laughs> just keeping yeah, an eye on things, even though no one likes her. Um, yeah, that makes Nehemiah burn. Acting as like a shadow president for the last four years before, you know. <laughs> but Nehemiah gets all the credit. Nehemiah is the Biden. So there's Hillary okay, in the background, fair. in the shadows, yeah. making sure everything goes right, acting as a shadow government. And yeah. then shipping kids in from Haiti, etc. Biden's getting, yeah, 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 you know, uh, harvesting their adrenochrome. But yeah. um, here's Biden just taking all the glory, you know, a regular Nehemiah. Yeah. So let's talk about Nehemiah, the guy, right? So. Quick recap, since that's what we're here to do. He was a cupbearer in the court of Xerxes or Artaxerxes, one of those fucking guys. I don't Artaxerxes know. Cyrus. The first, I guess. Who knows? I don't know. 
It's not important. It mentions it it's directly. Some... It's Art Xerxes the first, but anyway, continue. Okay. He's so a cupbearer. He's just a fucking. He's a cupbearer. He's a Jew. He uh, was apparently a hardworking, cool guy because the uh, emperor clearly was a fan, the king, whatever, and uh, was more than happy to appoint Nehemiah as the governor, right? So a little bit of an upgrade, right? Going from chauffeur or whatever to the governor of New York, right? Fluffer, yeah. Yeah, um, it's like going from, from uh, game show host to president of the United States. <laughs> it'd be going from, like, sleeping your way to, yeah, game show host. I was going to say, it'd be going to, like, sleeping your way to a district attorney, assistant district okay. attorney position to uh, vice hey, president of the United States. You know, one of those guys. Both sides. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, so, yeah, he, he rocketed. A lot of people didn't like that. And all throughout Nehemiah, of course, we're dealing with that. First, we're dealing with external forces. You know, you've got these Let's, let's ask a question. Let's talk about that cupbearer one while we're, while we're in that section of the Bible. Sure. How important sure. is it to be a fucking cupbearer? My, my Bible describes it as the guy that, like, selects the king's wine and makes sure he's well, I guess, It's more important than it up, sounds. But... Yeah, it's kind of a big deal because also you have to trust that person to not poison you. Like, um. For instance, in the game Crusader Kings, oh, if you want to assassinate somebody, one of the best people to smuzz up to, that's not a word, schmooze, schmooze, schmooze up okay. to, is yeah. uh, the cupbearer. Right. So, Because if you have that guy, boom, you got a poison pellet uh, in their wine. Yeah, the Scarmucci of the group. Um, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess. Because like they described it as like he selects the king's wine. I'm like, how sophisticated was winemaking at this time? Was anyone like, oh, look at this, notes of cherry and shit? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure these booze hounds were just throwing honey into a pot and then getting I don't know, up, man. You know, some wine what the fuck? What the fuck else did they have to do besides? I bet it was good as shit. I just, I, got- I can't imagine it was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it, like the, the Bible treats it as if the cupbearer is like a modern day sommelier. But, you know, like, oh, well, this will go good with his cheese or whatever the fuck. But I'm pretty sure it's just, oh, yeah, go get the buckets of indistinguishable wine Come made on. from desert grapes, you know? You really think it wasn't? I bet it was I bet it was a little more refined than you, you're saying. Because mm. you've got – Persia was huge, so you've got all different grow regions. So you got grapes coming. You got – you know, he's going to be picking the best grapes from wherever. I just can't imagine these savages would know the difference. <laughs> okay. Sorry, King of Kings, but uh, you're <laughs> actually a nobody. You're a hobo ape. under the bridge. This ape just slathering himself in wine and stuff. Drinking Boone's Farm. Jew cupbearer. I don't know. Anyway, I bet it was delicious. If I ever get a time machine, that's the first thing I'm doing. Hitler can wait. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that would be funny if you and I had a time machine and we're just testing wines from all periods of time. And, and I don't know shit. I don't know shit about wine, so it, it's meaningless. I'm just like, okay, yeah. that's definitely wine. And then we go to France in the 1600s. I'm like, that's also wine. This is alcohol. And it's like Hitler's Tell you what, just we could get, ravaging, you know. We could get more than 10 people to listen to that podcast, though. <laughs> Guaranteed. I would, love, I would love a historical time machine podcast where we taste wine and I can never tell the difference anyway. And everyone's just pissed that we're not doing, like, good things. <laughs> like, every, everything is me just tasting the wine going, nope, don't like it. <laughs> Give me a Bud Light. You'd learn. Um, um, moving on. So, yeah, he was okay, the cupbearer. Yeah, so he, he, he was the cupbearer. Gets promoted, promoted to, to governor. Oh, God. One of us is going to have to choose to talk. <laughs> He's promoted to governor. He goes to Israel, the the you know, to Jerusalem, the, the home of his forefathers. And uh, everyone hates that. You know, all the nearby guys, they see him as new competition. They know 
what a big deal Israel and Judah used to be. So anti-Semitic, you know, giving them some yeah. guff. Yeah, they were. And I know you. Well, they're said, Semitic too. I know you've so said no. that anti-Zionism isn't the same as anti-Semitism, but I think this is another point in my calendar where we disagree. But they are all Semites too, so you're they're certainly not real wrong. Semites, though. Oh my God! Now that sir is anti-Semitism. <laughs> no, I'm just saying they're not real Semites. You know. Okay. Not That's my a weird, book. weird stance to take. But they vote but for I'll... Trump. Yeah, well, they um, Jews then. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's who they mostly it's voted for. Not my book. Um, anyway, they so all anyway, hate him. a bunch of anti-Zionists in the region are pissed off that uh, Jews are moving back in. Let's also talk about something we, you know, we kind of covered, like sort of previous to this. It was considered the Israelites, and it included all the tribes. But we really are just talking about three tribes now. Uh, they are now called Jews or Ju- Judeans because. They're kind of all sheltered around the former tribe of David. Yeah. Now in control of the region. That's correct. Um, yeah, it's no longer Israel. I need to stop saying that, right? It's purely Judah. Um, and, and that's what the, you know, the, all the kings for the past thousand years have been the king of Judah, not not of Israel. Um, so then he, he yeah, they, they solve all those problems. They basically build up the walls without an actual war. They fend off these enemies more through just hard work, right? Pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. And then they uh, then they have to deal with their own problems, right? They're being shitty again. Go figure. I mean, it does. you, you do bring up kind of a, a core point that is kind of maybe a central theme of the entire Bible, but Nehemiah yeah. really slaps you over the face with it like a uh, kefilta fish. Um, <laughs> okay. It's, you know, that that we've kind of remarked that you know, for God's chosen people, they ch- sure do choose to be pieces of shit. Um, yeah. And that there's not really ever, any instances ever of them being cool guys or doing well. And the second you kind of take your eyes off them, they fuck up. And Nehemiah really hammers that in like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have this new covenant. And here's all the instances where we fucked up. God lifted us up. We fucked up. God lifted us up. We fucked up. God gives another chance. We fucked up. God gives another chance. We fucked up. But don't worry, God. This time, we're really going to do it. And then he's gone for, I don't know, a long weekend, and then they fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, we kind of talked about how who knows how long he was gone, but it's very – it's like a – it's almost like a compressed version of what, yeah, what they've been going through, right? Um, where even though – I don't know. Here's the thing. They couldn't – Keep it fucking straight. Thanks, Darren Norwood. When uh, when God was physically there as a fucking pillar of, of smoke and or cloud and fire and all that, right? They could look up and see God. And then they and could look at their family being massacred by him every time they fucked say, up. It wasn't just that God was there telling them what to do. It's that God was there punishing entire subsections of people and families and lines and stuff. Yeah. So and they're now in people whole. They're now hundreds and hundreds of years from that point. So, yeah, of course, they're going to be even worse now, which explains evangelical Christianity even better. I I was going to say, it's one of those things that you kind of notice with modern day Christians, uh, especially this idea of, yep, I'm a sinner and I'm not a perfect guy, but at least I have Jesus. Like, you're you're currently raping a child right now. I'm watching you do it and filming. God's going to forgive me. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's even a verse that Paul, it's somewhere, you know, in the New Testament, something Paul says that, like, sin's actually pretty cool because it allows us to experience how awesome God's grace is. And it's like, (laughs) goddamn, if that's not my every youth pastor I ever had. (laughs) Yeah, you're just just currently lighting your crack pipe with Hunter Biden being like, that is pretty cool. I mean, that actually is really cool. (laughs) What am I, perfect? I never claimed to be a role model. (laughs) Uh, Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it, uh. It de- it definitely explains, I think, yeah. The further away you are, again, theoretically, if they had really been experiencing all this God stuff, like him throwing four what four trillion doves at them or whatever it was, then yeah, <laughs> or quail, quail. It, it now that they're so far removed from that, of course, it's only going to take, as you said, a long weekend to relapse into just doing stuff you want, which rocks. Yeah, I love doing stuff I want. Yeah, that's all that, I do. That's literally all I do too. Yeah, fucking, it's great. We're true Jews. Um, there is something I thought was interesting, also that this kind of bark this book remarks on that. Um, I don't know. if We really came to. Uh, we talked about it, but uh-huh. I want to highlight it now. Was the sort of the transition from? I don't even know what you'd call them. I guess the term is when they were is- Israelites versus now that they're Jews. And. A, a big part of that schism and demarcation is the presence of God in their lives and yeah. how they worship and what their religion means. Sure. That makes sense. Um, you know, obviously before you had a lot of, you know, before the Babylonian captivity and, and honestly, well before that, even uh, there was God showing up, saying things, doing things, a physical presence, monitoring them, keeping them in line or not, uh, sure. certainly punishing them. Um, and that's long gone. Those days are gone. The days where Moses, you know, would chat with God, you know, sitting around the fire smoking a blunt. That Those days, gone. The days where Joshua could yell at a wall and it come down, yeah. gone. I mean, even David had some stuff that was downright, you know, supernatural happen. Yeah, even David, even though, yeah, I mean, David, I mean, by the time you get to David, you, you have prophets. It's more nuanced. Well, you know, there yeah, were the things you, like the, the lions eating people. And the 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 army getting killed by angel invisible angel warriors and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, there was that shit. But by now, all they have is the stories of it, which yeah. is really all they really were probably in the first place. It's not you know. Well, hey, you got to go back pre Babylonian to have stories where like lions waited on uh, the sides of roads and ate people. You know, just chilling. Sure. Uh, now, now we have the actual religion, the actual sort of the narrative that makes sense. Where it's a structured system where priests bring anyone old enough to reason, you know, indoctrinating them as young as they can, and are like, hey, here's the words of the Bible, here's the words of Moses, here's the laws, this is what our society is structured around. Yeah. You know, God's not going to come down as a pillar of smoke and tickle your butthole like he used to do Moses. Now all we have is this book and me yelling it at you from the center of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes it a little easier to not take so seriously. Um, especially when you consider, you know, there's got to be a certain element, I would imagine, that's not going to be in the Bible. But you're a Jew. You have read all these stories about how you're the chosen people. And then you look around and you're like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like, <laughs> things aren't going so great for us. I uh, Well, that's how I imagine it must be to be cute people. Like, you're just living in your trailer park. Your life is shit. Your family's a band. You're like, don't worry. I went, He's coming. He's got a plan. Storm's coming, everybody. Trust the plan. This is yeah. this is fine. Well, cute We're people are evangelical people. Christians, so that already adds up. 
you know. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense in my book. But um, yeah, y- yeah you, you have this sort of, and that's mentioned at the end of Nehemiah, and maybe it's just a coping mechanism. Maybe all of religion is some type of a coping mechanism. Uh, sure. I don't know if I'm making that claim just yet, but it, it, it's certainly. Well, it is, but that, I don't think that's a bad thing, but yeah, it is. I mean, coping I, mechanisms I, I, are good, generally. As much as cope is used as an insult now, it's like, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. The world sucks. Of course we need to cope. <laughs> if the alternative is a mental breakdown, yeah, I would love to just stand around and, and yeah, jerk off with my friends about how great our nation is. You know? The alternative is going to the like 70th floor of the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> huh. <laughs> you got to cope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, you know, you know, go for a golfing trip. Yeah. Don't, don't do, don't. <laughs> Don't do bad stuff. Don't shoot a group of people. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I guess maybe that's it because, you know, the, certainly they're like, yeah, this is our history. And the way that they sort of reconcile that with their current situation is to just sort of be like, yeah, you know, obviously we're God's chosen people and he can do anything. Uh, but the way I excuse our shitty living conditions, our life in servitude, the fact that we pay high taxes and essentially all I do is support this pseudo-capitalistic environment. Uh, and pay my taxes to the king is because my ancestors fucked up. And, uh, and let's face I mean, it, feudalistic, I no, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but let's face it, I ain't no angel anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's hard knock times. That's for sure. The world's changing around them. You know, you got to your your religion's got to change with it. You got to fit things in. Um, can we talk real quick about how Nehemiah I think really sucks? Uh, yeah, I. I, you don't like Nehemiah? What do you like about Nehemiah? I think that, uh, you know, and, and we sort of had mentioned this, but I want to string it together. He wrote this book himself, and oh, okay. there's a lot okay. of, right? I, I'd auto- forgotten. I, I know what you're about to say, but I, it's I, autobiographical. I honestly forgotten about it. Yeah. He shames his enemies in, like, weird ways that there's not really anything solid, right? There's never, like, something that happened that we can point to. It's like, oh, yeah, wow, these guys were actually being mean to the Jews. Um, he is constantly reminding God to look on him with favor, not, not, not on the Jewish people, just him. Um, I think he's an asshole. You know, I think he was a, he was, he was like a, um, Lord Baelish type character. God, I hate that we use so many references, but, uh, yeah, I guess I, I mean, his description of his enemies, it sounds like someone who's used to complaining to friendly ears. You know, yeah. like you, you ever you ever be with a group of people and they all hate like one guy, and they're always talking shit about him and they're like, yeah, he was coming up fucking. You see that jacket he's wearing at the fucking inauguration? Fucking hate that guy. The stupid fucking mittens. And then like you're from the outside and you're not quite sure why they hate him so much and what they're used to is not getting any pushback. So they're just like, yeah, did you see his fucking joke he made last week? I was like, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why you guys hate him so much. I don't understand your story. It seems to break down because, you know, at best, Nehemiah seems like he was a politician who had some internal struggles that weren't that big a fucking deal. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. And then they told me some stories about Tobiah. Like they were telling me how great he was. And I was like, you're just trying to make me feel jealous, aren't you? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. That's on you that you feel that way. It's got nothing to do with the facts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, as far as I'm concerned, he's a piece of shit, uh, and we can't believe anything he wrote. And he was kind of, like we talked about, he was kind of the end cap on the actual Bible writing. So it's kind of like, okay, who decided we needed this book anyway? 
he's the yeah. he's the head editor. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I I think Nehemiah's stories. I don't think Nehemiah had any control over the other parts of the Bible. Just because he's the last writer doesn't mean he was the last word on everything else. No, I know. But um, you know what I'm saying. Like, there was no one writing after him to be like, oh, by the way, Nehemiah was actually kind of a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. There, 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 yeah, it, it's definitely from Nehemiah's point of view, which maybe his results stand out. But it'd be like, like I, I almost imagine like if Trump had written an autobiography. Let, let's say let's say the, the Great Awakening. Let's say the storm had happened. And okay. there was the blackout, and the internet's okay. gone, and the only people left are um, illiterate morons. Yeah. And he's writing the autobiography, and from his point of view, he's like, yes, and then I was trying to save America, and I showed up, and I was just a fucking lowly real estate guy. And then I decided – you know, I became leader of the nation and yeah. the media and all these people, and they were all just so evil and wicked, and I did nothing to deserve it, and I'm great, and they suck. God, sure. please look favorably on me. You know, it, there's that potential. Yeah. Again, he is very Trumpian, as we've see. It's all bad stuff. And you know what? We should have known. We should have known from chapter one, verse one, where it said the words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah, because guess what? He was a hack and a liar. Uh, <laughs> Boy, got I'm it. sure. I got his ass, we dude. Should, you should write for SNL. Um, I'm too talented. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, God, that took the wind out of my sails. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I, I guess there's an argument that could be made that uh, we don't know. There's no, there's no other really views of him, but and, and most of the Bible is pretty one-sided anyway. You only have the the author's interpretation of events. But yeah, Nehemiah seems like uh, of all the. Uh, I, I'm reminded of how when I was going to school in Alabama, um, yeah. I had a math teacher that would bring up the Bible all the time. You know, yeah, and and just out of the blue, like well, you know, a lot of people think there's contradictions in the Bible, but that and like how they know, but the angels were whispering in the ears of the guys writing. I'm like, if the angels were whispering in Nehemiah's ears to write this shit, I, you know, I, it sounds even more unbelievable than the normal shit. You know, the, the, this sounds like one of the books where I'd especially be like, ah, th- this seems like some dude just expressing his butt hurt into yeah. written form. Yeah. Like, this is his Tumblr page or whatever. <laughs> this is blog. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. his. This is no, his, no. Uh, Blogs actually, I feel like it's more respectable. This is his Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't like him. But that's all I pretty much got to say about this piece of shit. Well, what uh, else happened in the book? Anything? Uh, that's about it. I mean, you yeah. know, you have Ezra lead the people. That, that's basically it. I mean, we, we, yeah. we've summed it up. Uh, Nehemiah is a governor. He builds a wall. The people are wicked. He's kind of. I feel like he's like when your dad leaves on business and your stepmom's in charge. Yeah. And it's like, I guess we have to do what this bitch says, but it's not like we like her or respect her, you know? Sure. Or we'll, you know, so the second she leaves, like the second your dad's away, you're just like, yeah, fuck this place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about Nehemiah. That's him. That's our boy. Nehemiah, put a, put a fork in it because it's done. Yeah, uh, and that's it. And that's that's finishing the recap. You know what the fuck's going on, audience. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday with our first episode in Esther. It'll probably it's about as long as Nehemiah, like I've mentioned before, a little bit shorter, maybe. So maybe one, two eps, three eps. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna get it done. We know that much because we're gonna read the Bible so that you don't have to. We're committed. Yeah. Unfortunately for us. Unfortunately for us, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Uh, if you don't already, you can follow us on Twitter at Bible Pimps. Or you can send us an email, 
uh, revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Just want to say, get in there on Twitter while you can and follow us because there, I just, I'm going to get banned soon. I, yeah, I just know yeah, it. Yeah. I had a, I had an exchange that almost made me actually delete the account the other day. So, Oh, good. Because, yeah. you know, that account is simply for you to get our brand out there and get more yeah, followers. Correct. The fact that you keep getting us banned is the opposite of your job, but that's I fine. know. But I was just, there was this guy who was like saying something about Purple Heart recipients being respected, and I was explaining to him. That, <laughs> okay. I, was ex- I was explaining to him that all the only way they get Purple Hearts is by, by twisting their ankles is when they step on brown kids' heads. So <laughs> that they should all be executed. And of course, then he was telling me about his PTSD. Oh, yeah. and I don't understand I was why that's not a problem. being nice to him about his no, PTSD. <laughs> no problem here, you know? I mean, that's why you're you're our token injured vet, so we can say anything yeah. we want to the police, to veterans. Yeah, he uh, was like, I'm 70% John- disabled. I'm like, I'm 90, bitch. But then I deleted yeah. it all because I was like, this is too much. This is stupid. Uh, yeah, you and your Paralympic elite. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> your yeah, Paralympics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be funny, yeah. Uh, we don't support the troops on this podcast. No, we don't. Um, not we even don't. the not even the ones that had to join because they were poor. And we don't even like like them. It's nope. not even a better, you know. It's like uh, it's like when I see hobos under the street. I don't support them, and I don't like them. Yeah, because you assume that they're veterans. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Every every time I see a hobo under a bridge, I just throw a brick at him and I yell, "Baby killer!" <laughs> <laughs>